0: What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Next Level Experience. It is your host with the most, and I'm not talking about the Oreos. It's your host, Coach Mike. hope everybody's doing phenomenal today. I hope everybody's having a blessed Tuesday. It is Tuesday, April the 18th, 2023, and I hope everybody's doing well. I am just getting back from my business trip out in Phoenix, Arizona. I went out there to be part of Coaching Con, which is a coaching convention put on by Jason Phillips and the Nutritional Coaching Institution. Um, if you don't know who Jason Phillips is, he is a business mentor of mine and um, has really taught me pretty much all I know about business. So if you are a coach out there and need some help, hit him up and he is a phenomenal source to go to. Uh, but Today, I know I've been a little MIA. And for those that do not know, um, I, I lost my mother. Um I lost my mother about a month ago. And I really took time away to focus on myself because that is a big deal in itself. And I, I know a lot of people, they would be like, oh, like I'm going back to work five days after my parent died, like type of deal. But here's the deal I can't. I couldn't, um, my mom was the only parent I had growing up. Um, of course, like I had aunts and like grandparents and all that stuff, but like, as far as like pure biological parent, you know, my mom was it, that was it. Like my mom or excuse me, my dad didn't want me. My dad wasn't around. Um, so, so yes, I do have some daddy issues, <laughs> um, but losing my mom. it uh truly changed how I'm seeing the world right now. Um, you know, I'm going on, I think my sixth week without her here on this planet with me. And it's just really weird because I remember going back home to South Carolina and Catherine and I just hit Florence, which is like the County I'm from in South Carolina. We just hit Florence. We pulled into like a Walmart cause we needed some things, um, for our stay in South Carolina that weekend. I was sitting sitting in the car. She went inside. I was sitting in the car with the dogs. And it just hit me. I was like, today's the first day I've ever lived a life without my mother.
1: Because thinking back
0: to, of course, like we don't have much of a conscious in the womb. Um, Just thinking about the science behind, you, you know. A woman being pregnant and, you know, growing the baby and whatnot. That baby isn't alive unless the mother is alive. I don't care what stage it's in. It's not alive unless the mother is alive. And I thought about that a lot that morning or that afternoon. And it just hit me so hard. I was like, damn, today's the first day I've legit in my entire existence, even as a cellular being, meaning just whenever I was a handful of cells, today's the first day that I've ever lived a life without my mother. And that hit me hard. Hit me like a ton of bricks. And I had already made the decision not to go to coaching con. Cause we're getting married in August and I had my bachelor party in July and then Kay had her bridal party this month. And then we have a bridal like party, you know, in May in South Carolina. And it's just like, we have things just about every single month coming up leading to the wedding. And I was like, it would only make sense for me not to go financially. And, you know, just for like organizing purposes, it wouldn't make much sense for me to go. Cause I really need to be here for everything. Then I lost her. And that very next day, I remember telling Catherine, we were driving through Virginia. I said, I I just, I need to go. She was like, oh, where? And I was like, I I need to go to that conference. I need to be around my friends. I need to be around, you know, people who think, you know, like me, I need to be around my people. I need to be around Jason. I need to be around his staff. I need to be around people that are going to lift me up and put me in the right headspace that I need to be in because I'm just not in the good headspace. And of course it was like 12 hours after like I found out my mother had died, me saying this. So of course my, like I wasn't in a good headspace and leading up to coaching con, my headspace wasn't still, wasn't that great. Anxiety was at an all time high. Depression was pretty high up there. Also, didn't have the drive to do much. I was motivated, but not the laser focused motivated that I'm usually am. It was kind of more like scattered motivated. So, like if you were to take like a paintbrush and just like throw it up like at the wall, hoping to paint the wall, that was kind of what I was doing the last few weeks. And I bring all this up because I ended up going to coaching con. I won an award, which is pretty dope. Um, <laughs> Jason gave me WrestleMania tickets, which is also fucking dope um, as a wedding present. And I, I enjoyed those three, four days out there in the desert. And I learned a lot. Not like about coaching or about business, which I did. But I learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot about what it's like to live without a mother because something dawned on me while I was there one night you know I was talking I was talking to people about like being aware because I forgot who was talking about I think it was Bradley. Bradley said that you know by the age of 35 we spend 90% of our life on autopilot. and you know I started thinking about that and I was like that's just ignoring reality. That's just saying, hey, this is my reality, but it's, it's not really my reality. That's basically saying, hey, my, my reality is not real. And that's basically us saying, hey, we're just going to hope it goes away or we're just going to hope it fixes itself. And I was talking about that with another coach, and all I could think about it was my mom. And thankfully, this coach is somebody that I'm very close with and like I'm, I could be emotional with. And, you know, they're very comforting because, like, I broke down. Because I, I was like,
1: dude, I knew my mom was sick.
0: I, I knew she was struggling. I knew she was tired. I knew she was hurting. I knew all of these things. But me being Mr. Optimistic that I am, and said, "Hey, she's gonna get over it. Hey, she'll eventually like start eating better or like exercising more." And then part of me was like, "Hey, you know, she'll have this one procedure, and or she'll get like this one medication from the doctor, and everything will just go away. Everything will just fix itself." Ever since her health got really bad a few years ago. I kept telling myself that. I truly really did. I kept telling myself,
1: hey, she's gonna get better. Hey, she'll get
0: on like some type of medication that will just clear everything up. Hey, all of this will eventually just go away. And the reality is she wasn't getting better. The reality is she was getting sicker every single day. The reality is There was no medicine that could have prevented what happened. But I ignored it. I ignored the reality of this situation. I ignored reality. I ignored, hey, Mike, your mom is sick. Your mom is dying. Your mom is not well. I didn't call her enough. I didn't talk to her enough. She was so upset about us leaving South Carolina for Delaware. I just I truly feel like I did not do enough within these last five years of her life. And I beat myself up every single day over it, every single day. And what I really want to talk to you guys about is owning your reality, because having that moment in Arizona this past week where I realized I was like, shit, Mike, you knew the entire time. You knew what was going on. You knew she was sick. You knew she was hurting. You knew she needed all of these things. And it really just like brought reality to my eyes. We oftentimes, we know we have this problem. We know we have this habit. We know we have the circumstance or situation, yet we're never fixing it. Oh, well, I, I know I need to quit drinking soda. I'll do it next week. Do you do it next week? No. Oh, I know I need to be drinking more water. Do you eventually do it? No. Oh, I know I have diabetes, but like I don't watch what I eat or check my blood sugar or take my insulin like I'm supposed to. Does your diabetes magically just get better? No. We all know a circumstance or a situation that we are struggling with or that we need to fix and some people are just putting the blinders on saying hey this is not my reality hey this is not truly occurring to me hey this will just eventually go away or hey this is just a dream and i'll wake up and i hate to tell myself this every single time i have to tell myself tell myself this because it hurts my mom being gone is not a dream it's fucking reality It is the truth, it is the real life, it is the reality, it is the world that I am in. And if I like it, love it, hate it, or dread it, guess what? I am in it now. And all I can do is make the best of what I can. All I can do is do what my mom would want me to do, which is to continue to move forward, to continue to live my life, to continue to grow my business, to continue to impact billions of lives. That is what she would want. She would not want me to sit around and sit in pity or sit in sorrow or even like beat myself up for not calling her enough. She wouldn't want that. There's somebody in your family, you, whoever's listening to this, there's somebody in your family that wants you to get better. They want you to improve. They want you to get rid of the diabetes. They want you to get rid of the high blood pressure. They want you to start taking care of yourself. And a lot of people are just saying, oh, well, you know, this is just my reality. Like I have diabetes and you know, high blood pressure and all this genetics and bullshit. Bullshit. High blood pressure. Diabetes, cancer, cirrhosis. All types of shit runs in my family. Guess what? I have none of it. And why is that? And that dog is annoying. Sorry if you hear that little yappy dog next door. But it's because I don't want to fall into that statistic. I don't want to fall into that pattern. I want my kids to be able to say, hey, my daddy is healthy. I want my wife to be able to say, hey, my husband is healthy. I don't have to worry about him falling over with a heart attack because he takes care of himself. Losing my mom has opened my eyes so much. Because we are so responsible for our health. It's not even funny. I lost my grandma back in college. and. That hurt because, like, I loved my grandma. My grandma was, like, a second mom to me. I loved my grandma to death. Like, I like, I always joke with my cousins, and I, I tell them that, you know, I was grandma's favorite. And, you know, she would tell you the same as she was sitting here. And, like, that's kind of what told me, like, hey, death is real, you know. But losing my mom, it's like, oh, whoa, this shit is actually real, real. Like, this isn't just something that happens to old people. Like, please understand that my mom was not that old. My mom was in her 50s. Like, she just turned 50. She was about to turn 51. That dog is so fucking annoying. Like, for real, if you guys can hear this dog, like, it's like one of those, like, small little yappy dogs. They're the worst. But my mom was not old and i lost her and it, it, that showed me and like this isn't me speaking ill of my mother but like that showed me hey if you're not taking care of yourself do you know how quickly your life can end everybody wants to walk around and be like oh man like i turn 30 this year like i'm turning old ha 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 no that is not old 30 is not old. I tell people all the time, I'm living till I'm 100. I have 70, seven zero, 70 years left on this earth. And I know that because I believe it. I believe in it. I don't want my kids to have to bury me whenever you know they're just turning 30. I don't want my kids to have to bury me whenever they're in their 20s. I don't want my kids to have to bury me four months before their wedding. I don't want to have my kids bury me two weeks before their birthday.
1: The worst thing you can do, the most selfish
0: thing you can do is not take care of your health. There's a lot of people out there that they always tell me, oh, like, I just, I feel so selfish and taking away from my family because like, like I'm working out and like I'm going to the gym instead of going straight home and cooking dinner and blah, screw that. Like, for real, screw all of that. If somebody gets mad because you go to the gym for an hour instead of coming straight home to cook dinner, like if somebody gets mad at that, screw them.
1: Because, dude, you you are
0: trying to add years to your life. Because we are truly dying every single day. Every single day that passes, that's another day that we don't get back. That's another day that is dead. Every single day, we're we're one step closer to death. And you get to control how soon death comes for you. Now, of course, freak accidents happen, like plane crashes, car accidents, people drown, shit like that. That's uncontrollable. But you get to
1: control
0: how long you live. Now, I'm not saying you get to control it down to the year and to the day. What I am saying is you get to add years or you can take away years. It's up to you. If you want to add years to your life, I highly suggest you start doing something about it. Or if you just don't give a shit and you rather live life on autopilot and you rather say, Hey, YOLO, (laughs) you only live once. Like this girl's night and you know, I'm going to go out every single Friday night.
1: If that's what you want to do,
0: please, times a thousand, just
1: prepare your kids. Just prepare them. The more I talk to my family about my mom's last days. My mom. My mom knew. My mom knew she was about to go. She died on a Sunday
0: night, um, and for one, my aunt told me like she she Facetimed like my little nephews. Um, she Facetimed my aunt. She Facetimed just about everybody she could, except for me.
1: The last time I talked to her um, was a Saturday
0: before she died. I talked to her that Saturday night. She was camping, doing her favorite thing or glamping because, like, they she had an RV with her boyfriend. And I was talking to her, trying to find my granddad because, like, I needed to tell him something about like football and all this crap. And, you know, I talked to her for a few minutes and I was like, Hey, how are you feeling? She was like, I'm okay. And I was like, You sure? She was like, Yeah, I'm just tired. I'm okay, though. And the last thing my mom ever said to me was, I love you. And I'm a firm believer that she didn't call me that day. She didn't call me Sunday or FaceTime me Sunday. Because she wanted to leave it at that.
1: She wanted to leave it at Hey, I told my son I loved him. Was the last thing she ever told me. You know, I. Sorry, sorry, guys. Um, I've
0: been in the coaching space for a while. You know, I started as a personal trainer, um, then graduated into, like, becoming, like, a strength coach for, like, some colleges and high schools. Then, like, my mom's health got bad. And I started doing all this research behind nutrition and, like, the impacts it has on people's health and, like, food types, food quality. And, like, I fell in love with it. And that's when I realized we started Next Level Health and a, a big driving force behind it was hey my mom was sick like i don't want other people's children to have to watch their parents struggle with their health at a young age like i remember my my last birthday i ever got to spend with her on this earth i sat in a hotel room in one of like those biohazard gowns or not hotel room hospital room um and like one of like those biohazard gowns because she, she like had um yeah, I cannot remember the name of it. Um is basically like where you can't control your bowels. Um crap, I cannot, it's slipping my mind. I'm sorry guys, this totally slipping my mind. Um, but anyway, she had that like bacteria condition where like she couldn't hold her bowels. So like anytime anybody walked in, you had to wear like one of those like yellow gown things. I sat in that room all day with her. I sat there that morning
1: until like that afternoon. And before I left, she asked me if I needed anything. And I told her, I I was just like, I need, I need you. I need you to take care of yourself. Because
0: now I have to marry, like, such an amazing person. I'm so lucky. I have to marry Catherine without my mom there. I have to
1: start a family without my mom there. And, like, this this is the shit, like, I don't want any of your kids to have to deal with. (laughs) because <laughs> this shit sucks it truly sucks and it hurts I have yet to
0: have a day where you know I don't cry and I, like I know it's still fresh and so like that's normal but man this sucks and like I don't want your kids to deal with this and like a lot of people, they they see our posts and they're like, "Oh, like you just want me to get skinny? Like ah, I don't I don't want to be skinny. I'm happy in my body how how I am. Like that's fucking great, dude. But like, are you healthy? Like I, I love it that you're confident and like you're. I don't know female jean sizes, so excuse me. Like I'm happy with whatever like jean size you're happy in. That's amazing.
1: But how healthy are you
0: truly? How long do you think you can live your current style of living and get away with it? Because it catches up. Believe it or not, it catches up. If you want to F around, not take your health serious, not make it a priority and just shovel shit in your mouth and say, Oh, Like, I'm just living my best life. Oh, like, I don't want to be a skinny mini type of adult. Like, that's dope. But like, think about your kids, man.
1: God. I'm sorry, guys. Let's
0: get back. Let's get back on track. So the whole point of that is your reality is real. There's no escaping it. If you have a health condition, if you have issues, if you are not taking care of the body that you're in, please start. And please stop acting like, oh, like next Monday will be the day where I'm just now motivated more than ever. And motivation is never going to go away. And I'm always going to be motivated. And, like, everything's going to be easy now. And, like, meal prep is going to be so simple. And I'm going to find all of these healthy recipes, you know, within Mike's free Facebook group. And, like, I'm going to, like, cook all the healthy recipes. And, like, I'm never going to eat out again. I'm never going to drink alcohol. I'm never going to eat sugar. I'm going to go on a walk every single day. Like, no, stop. Stop. Slow down.
1: Just slow down.
0: Because at the end of the day, you just have to start. And like starting might just be drinking this glass of water, truly. Starting might just be incorporating a vegetable within one meal a day. Starting might just be going on a simple walk.
1: You just have to start. Like for real,
0: and don't do it for me like i would like i would love to see everybody happy and healthy and thriving at their best but don't do it for me do it for your kids do it for your family do it for yourself man cuz at the end of the day your kids are going to need you today tomorrow next week next month next year next decade next century your kids will always need you i'm a grown ass man and I'm getting married and I'm about to start a family and have all this stuff going on. And guess what? I still need my mom. I need her now more than I ever needed her. At the end of the day, you are responsible for everything. You're responsible for your health. You're responsible for your wealth. You're responsible for your mindset. You are solely responsible. Please start taking ownership. Please start taking responsibility because I don't want your kids to be in the spot that I'm in now.
1: It's not fair. It's no fun.
0: It hurts. Just like like I told my best friend, I feel like a I feel like a puppy dog that got dropped off in the middle of a rainstorm.
1: On the side of the road, and he just he doesn't know where to go. That's what it feels like.
0: I love you guys. Thank you for giving me this time to let my emotions out. Thank you for giving me this time to be vulnerable. Um, I wanted this to be kind of like the comeback episode, just because it needed to be done. Um, This needed to come out of my spirit and like I meditated for like 30 minutes this morning to like really prime myself for this to really get crystal clear on what it is I wanted to say and get really crystal clear on my emotions. But guys, I love you and like I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I love you if I know you or not, if you work with next level health or hot or hot tag nutrition or not, I fucking love you, dude. And I know your kids love you. And I know your spouses love you. And I know that they want you around for as long as they can have you. But guess who can only make that happen? You. Truly you. Now, don't get me wrong. Whenever God's ready for you, he's ready for you. But I'm a true believer that you can prolong your life. You can truly prolong your life.
1: I love you guys. Have a good day.
0: And thanks for listening and also subscribe um, to the, to the podcast, leave a rating, if you will, as well, as well. (laughs) Um, Also check the description down below for all of the links that you need for the Facebook group, for my Instagram, for coaching and all of that fun stuff. Uh, Once again, I love you guys. I hope you have a phenomenal day and just thank you for this time.